0: Hello and welcome back to Inside Out episode 45 is with my beautiful friend Rebecca Aidhill. I met Rebecca 12 months ago when I interviewed her on this very podcast and I was so drawn to everything about her and we've remained really good friends since that first episode. Rebecca is now a leading business coach and supports women globally to launch and scale their businesses. She is also a mummer of three and a mindset junkie. With her no BS approach to business, she's kicking goals by teaching other mums and women how to kick their personal goals. In today's episode, we talk about how you can harness your power in business and mindfulness. We also chat on what exactly is a business coach, how to build a successful brand, how Rebecca supports you to overcome your limiting beliefs balancing motherhood and business navigating friendships and intentional living and oh my goodness so much more this is a very powerful conversation with so much to take away i would love if you can share to your instagram and tag us or leave a quick review so we can make sure that more women can hear this episode all right let's dive straight in rebecca thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today it is our second time having you here i am so excited to talk to you because you have literally just changed your life completely since we last spoke so I am really looking forward to this chat
1: oh my god same thank you for having me I feel feel very lucky
0: second time (laughs) I know right but there's just been so much that's transformed with you with your personal life with your career gosh you've moved house for goodness sake interstate so like everything's literally changed and I just felt like we need to bring you into this conversation again and hear all the things that you're doing Yes, I can't wait. Let's do it. (laughs) Before we dive into the episode though, can you share for the people that don't follow you, just a little bit on you, your family and just your life at the moment? Okay, of course. So I'm from
1: Sweden. Um, I moved to Australia 11 years ago. Um, Didn't plan to stay here, but you know, here I am 11 years later, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I have managed to um, find myself a beautiful man, uh, Brody, and we have... Three beautiful children together. Carter, who is three and a half, we got Svia, who is two, and Callian, who is three months. Oh my So, God. yes.
0: Oh my goodness. Incredible. And how is your, I guess, I suppose that fourth trimester going? How are you going with Callie?
1: Like, really, really well. Like, mm-hmm. I really thought that, you know, having three kids under three and a half, like, yes, it's hectic but I don't know what it is. I just found this calm since he, like, since he came into our lives, I've just found this like calm within me that is just, yeah, I'm just finding it really flowy, really cruisy. And he's a really kind of calm baby too, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, maybe I've just learned, I guess this is like my third baby. It's like your first is like, you know, all your mistakes run. yeah yeah exactly right and then your second one you get a little bit better and now I'm on the third and I'm like okay I've got this so I'm feeling really good
0: yeah that's amazing that's so so awesome and look you definitely own motherhood you suit it really really well if there's anyone that I think of that really suits mum life it is you a T. because you just naturally I don't know your maternal instincts but you're such a calm content woman when you're in mum mode and then I also watch you in boss mode and you transition to this wonder woman superstar like I just love the two dynamics it's really cool like the double personality almost (laughs) (laughs) just on that you've transitioned from two well-established highly reputable businesses to now being a really highly successful business coach in my eyes can you share what it is that you actually do as a business coach of
1: course so I have the privilege um in coaching women around the globe. And they come to me with either a business idea or a recently established business, looking to take it to the next level. And basically what I help them with is just to give them the direction to get that to the business to the next step, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's so easy when you run your own business that it it can easily become quite lonely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you sit a lot, you know, with your own thoughts, you know, what direction is the best direction and what steps to take next. And I think by having a business coach, i just give them the, um, I guess the the right path so they don't have to guess um, what to do next essentially. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think that you just touched on there, you know, when you're in those initial that concept stage of starting a business or you have an idea, it is quite a lonely place because so many people don't know where to go from there and having that tool or that resource and having you, you know, that cheerleader on the sidelines going, hold on, I can help you, that is just... It's irreplaceable, I think. And I think that so many women could utilize that and, you know, really harness the power of their own personal brand or the brand that they're trying to grow or scale by having someone just to, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's essentially, because we're all really good at what we know. Yes. And most of us don't have the time to learn what we don't know. And yeah, so I love that, you know, your programming essentially is offering women, the opportunity to either learn what you don't know, or here's how you get someone to do what you don't know as well. And you, take- yeah,
1: yeah, and that's what I say to them as well. Like they're not meant to know it all. Like mm-hmm. when they start a business, right? You know, they're they're either working from a place of passion, or they've just launched something that they're really, really passionate about. But it doesn't, you know, when you have your own business, you need to wear so many different hats as a business owner. And how are you meant to know it all? How are you meant to know what the best? Um, you know sales processes or you know um, marketing strategy or systems and um, you know processes within your business like you, you you're not meant to know that um, and I guess like that's where
0: our step in as well This episode is brought to you by none other than Australia's leading business coach, Rebecca Aidhill. Rebecca has helped people around the globe launch, grow and scale their businesses. Now she's on a mission to help women create long-lasting, successful businesses through her highly successful coaching programs, the Kickstart Project and the Six Figure Mastermind. If you are ticking one of these boxes, you should get in contact with Rebecca now. Do you have a business idea that you want to bring to life? Have you recently launched a business and you're ready to take it to the next level? Do you have an established business and you're ready to reach six figures and above? Or maybe you want someone to keep you accountable and guide you in the right direction to reach your business goals. Rebecca Aidhill and her coaching programs are 100% for you. Simply mention Inside Out with Chris to get 10% off her programs. I've listed all of Rebecca's details in the show notes please run don't walk don't miss a spot go and get in touch with Rebecca right now and let her know that Chris sent you
1: and another thing that um I'm quite passionate about as well is like helping all these women overcome limiting beliefs Mm. um and that is something that comes up a lot you know especially Mm. when we initially start to work together am I good enough um I'm so scared of being judged um you know, lack of direction and, you know, why me? Am I qualified enough? And all of those limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. that kind of just, that often they just keep repeating to themselves. And what's going to happen is once they just, like that is in their mind all the time, that's going to stop them from taking action because they are so scared of, you know, all of those things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where I step in to kind of just give them that boost and um, set them on their way instead.
0: Yeah. Look, I think um, I actually recently walked past a shop at at my local Westfield and it was like a brow bar and brow bars are popping up everywhere. And it was brand new and the fit out's insane. It looked absolutely stunning. Um, And I walked past it and there were four chairs and I thought, how many brows do you have to do in a day just to pay your rent? Yes. That's never going to work. And there's so many similar businesses I see locally in my yeah. area that are popping mm. up with people with these great grand plans and they're awesome. But you've, you've got to understand the next step. Like how are you going to make yeah. from that? And I think the more opportunities we have to have people like you in our lives, where we can be like, hold on, you haven't thought of this, 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 and this. Yeah. Well, then we can really look at how much we're going to invest, you know, and, and not just invest financially, but from an energy perspective, how much time and energy are we going to put into our new venture or plan or business or, you know, we need someone to pull in the reins and say, hey, hold on. Yes. This is going to cost you more time than you think to do yes. what you want to do and you're going to not make money for a couple of years. Are you prepared to do that? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's great that you you can be that person
1: and I also think as well that, um, you know, I have people come to me with, um, you know, business ideas or they're wanting to launch a business, but mm. there are already, you know, people out there doing what they want to do, right? Mm. You know, podcasts, for instance, or me yeah. being a business coach. And, you know, they're asking me, you know, are there, is the market too saturated? You know, should I really bother going down the path of launching my own po- podcast or, you know, starting a, you know, kids' clothing brand or whatever it is. And what I'm trying to tell them is like, First of all, when you launch something that already exists, it means that, you know, there's there's certainly a problem out there that needs to be solved, right? Man, so yes. there, there, there's, there's, there's a reason why there are so many people out there doing that, right? Mm, so mm. It's not a bad thing that, you know, for instance, being a business coach, I'm not the only business coach out there, but it's not stopping me from doing what I want to do because there are other business coaches out there. Mm. So which really just shows that the, the model and the business idea is proven that it works. Mm-hmm. The point of difference is comes down to the in, individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. when I say that to my women as well, they go, oh, so I can actually do this too. I said, yeah, because you are you, you are not them. You, yeah. know, you have your own twist and your own flavor to the way you do things. And hence why I believe they should definitely pursue what they want to do.
0: mm, That reminds me of a quote that I love, which is no one is you. And that is your power. I actually say that to my two stepdaughters every morning when they wake up, like when we're standing in the mirror doing their hair, I think that is such a grand affirmation to and do whatever the hell you want to do because no one is you and that it truly is your superpower, Mm, you know, mm. and in business that can definitely correlate in business in so many different ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And And I don't want that to be a reason for people not to pursue something that they want to do because Mm -hmm. they are, you know, scared of them not being good enough or, you know, scared of the market being too saturated. Like, I don't want that to be a reason for them not to pursue what they want to do. Mm -hmm. So they are basically sitting back, not pursuing their, you know, their business dream because someone else is doing what they want to do. Like, why should they be second?
0: 100%. Why should anyone ever settle for less than what they want?
1: Yeah. Mm. And that was like, you know, um, you know, speaking now, um, mentioning just about my personal life now. And that was the whole reason, like, for instance, we've just uh, relocated up to the central, um, sorry, to the Gold Coast, um, <laughs> from the Central Coast. And, you know, just when, even when it comes to your personal life, like don't settle. Mm. You know, we moved from Sydney to the Central Coast and, you know, that was good for what it was for the couple of years that we were there, but we wanted more. We wanted something different. We wanted something different for our kids, right? And hence why we moved. So we packed up and, you know, we rented out a house on the Central Coast and we've just moved up to the Gold Coast. And I'm telling you, that was the best thing that we could have done. Like, I feel like everything has just like fallen into place for us, but like, don't settle. Yeah, we did. We didn't.
0: Give me a decade, I'll be with you then. Just give me yes. some time. I'm so jealous. That is literally my dream <laughs> to be out there. I love it so much. I love the sun, the heat, and the city, and just, yeah, the, the food and everything, everything about it I love. So I'll see you there in a decade. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> you did just touch on it, but I would expect in coaching that you would see a common theme for women in business. And from my personal experience, and I know that you know this about me, mine has always been my limiting mm. beliefs holding me back, my fear of judgment holding me back. These are two things that you just touched on, but what are some other themes that you've seen and how do you support women to work through these?
1: Okay, so basically, you know, they often, often come to me with like, like I said, lack of direction, lack of confidence. They're scared of failing. Am I good enough? Am I qualified enough? Like, will people judge me Mm
0: -hmm. and all of
1: those things? And what I say to them, first of all, that if you are happy to sit back and just watch your life unfold, because you are scared what other people are going to think of you would you really be proud of that looking back in 10 years time to be like I just step back to please others mm. I just set back for not pursuing what I want to do because I was essentially living my life based on someone else's opinion Whew. and like I know and it's yeah and it really is and like once you put that into perspective that it's like I'm not here to please everyone. No. Like I'm not here to live anybody else's life. I'm here to make myself happy and my family happy. And, you know, I've got, you know, personal goals and business goals that that I'm going to put first whether, you know, Lisa up the street likes it or not. Mm.
0: I'm doing it for me. Mm. One thing you said to me a long time ago, and this always has stayed within my mind, and I don't know whether you say it in this con- context to your girls, but I think the people listening should hear this, is... You know, when you're worried about fear of jump judgment, put it into perspective, who name the person you're worried about, put that person in front of you. Is that, you know, can you put a person in front of you if you can't well, that Like who the fuck are these people that you're so worried yeah. about and yeah. who are they that are holding you back? Because if they are holding yeah. you back and they're in your life and you can put a, a face in front of you. Then get them out of your fucking life. They're yeah, 100% I mean, and they are not your people. Yeah, they're not your fucking people. Yeah. You know? I know. And it's so important to just put that in the forefront of your mind every time something comes up where you're worrying about what other people think or you get, you know, self sabotage. You get really lost in the self sabotage. It happens to me all the time. But I have that voice of, of you pop into my head that you said so long ago. And I'm like, hold on. Am I really stopping doing what I want for me and my family? Because mm-hmm. I am worried about someone's face that isn't actually there there's no one there I can't put a face there
1: yeah yeah wow. so who was and it like, oh. and then it's like you know people say I'm, I'm scared that people are going to judge me it's like, mm. but who are they like yes. if, if, if people are judging you for showing up and doing something do you love every single day sorry but who the fuck are they <laughs> like yeah you know what I mean? Like, what, like, why, why would you spend your time even thinking about those people? Like, why would you even let mm. those people absorb your energy? Mm. Like, why would you choose to spend any time, any energy, like even letting them come into your mind? Because that is going to interrupt your flow. It's going to interrupt what you want to do. And honestly, you're going to end up so much worse off, I guess, mm. by letting all of, I guess, that time and that negative energy just like absorb you mm-hmm. and yeah, just like just don't let it happen and this is why it's so important just to surround yourself with the right people, mm-hmm. people that pump you up, people that boost you, the people that see you know that they're good in you and are willing to support you um, and, I, and I actually thought about this the other day that people often come running when you know, things go bad for someone, you know, people are there to so, sh- show their support when things are not going good. But who are there to support you when things are going well?
0: Mm, that's an interesting... You know, who,
1: who is there to clap for you when things are going well? So often what happens is like, when you can see someone has like, you know, if it's, you know, personal growth or business growth or, you know, Anything. life growth, yeah. yeah, in general... Yeah like who is there to support you on that journey to keep pushing you forward to keep pushing you ahead to um you know to challenge you to encourage you and all of those things because what i found it's so easy to to support someone when they're doing worse like worse than us and when they are doing less then it's easy because they are the you know a bit of you know the underdog yeah we want to help them to get back up on their feet but once they start to shoot for the stars People tend to ignore what's happening to them up there. Well, you're
0: shooting too high. They want to put, pull you down off the pedestal and be like, "No, you can only reach as far as I am. You can't go above me." And that's yeah, yeah that's where toxic energies and you know toxic friendships, I suppose, yeah, come into the conversation because there. I'm literally thinking of people in my head right now where I'm like, I have my go-to girlfriends when I when something awesome happens, who I want to tell. Yes. And some of those girls aren't the same people that I go to when something awful happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, Yeah, and just being like making sure that, and I, I feel like that's a good kind of like checking for ourselves as well. Like maybe we all need to like check in to be like, are we there to support our friends when they are doing something new, when they are doing something good, when they are, um, you know, changing the way they live or, you know, maybe they are starting a new business. What are you doing as an individual, as a friend, as a partner, as a sister, as a mother? Like what are you doing to support that person?
0: hundred percent. Gosh, that resonates so much with me right now and especially with, you know, different friendship circles. And in motherhood you find and navigate through a transition of, new friendships and new people that you align with, your values mm. change, who you are changes, your your workload changes, your mental load changes. There's all this transitioning going on. And mm. through that, you've got old friendships, new friendships, and you're navigating that season. And I love that that it, it's such a good incentive to have that check-in of who's bringing me more value and who's clapping me on when I'm at, at my peak mm. and who's only showing up for me when I'm down, the, down, you know, operating at such a low vibration that I need support.
1: Yeah, 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 and of course you need those people in you know in your life as well. You want people to be there to support you in the hard times. Mm-hmm. But 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 what I find is that when um, people in general are shooting for the stars or are doing really well, that it's you know it's easy not to um, encourage. It's easy not to um, you know recognize the fact that they are doing so well. It's easy not to say anything because once someone states the fact that that person is doing extremely well people potentially feel like they are not doing as good. Mm. Hence why they are not saying anything in the first place. And people
0: don't want to feel that. Yeah. Because that, um, so then that triggers their own shame and their own, you know, fears and their own fear of judgment and limiting beliefs because they don't want to, because they're too scared to move through that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where mm. I'm like, you should run with people that, who runs faster than you. Right. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, so if someone's fucking shooting for the stars, like
0: I want to sit with that. Uh, like, yeah, I want to sit yeah. with that person. So yeah, let me at the table. Person, I'm just like, yeah.
1: yeah. And once you get into like, you know, that, that stage of like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to support. Yeah. I'm going to be the hype person. Like, mm-hmm. they are the kind of vibrations you want in your life.
0: One hundred percent. So with this, how do you in your coaching, like, how, how, when this stuff does come up, do you have particular strategies that you implement in your coaching for these women?
1: Yeah, certainly. But it also comes down to, so like the majority of women that I work with are mothers, Mm -hmm. Um, not all of them, but most. And first of all, it's just to give them that, um, you know, one of the first things we do is like really discover their true why, you know, why did they start this business in the first place? Where do they want to get to? Why is that important to them? And once they have the why and I give them the plan to back up their why, Mm. like, It's like I just give them laser-like focus. Like there is like no room for error for them because they've just got such a clear path. They know exactly what they need to do and they also have the why to back them. So unless you have the why and unless you have the plan, of course it becomes overwhelming. Of course they don't know where to start. Mm. But the why with a clear plan is freaking dangerous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh my goodness. So moving, digressing a little bit. Mm. I think a lot of us do sit in the, and this is something, a topic that I know you're quite passionate about, sit in a masculine energy when we're sitting in boss mode. And, you know, we wear multiple hats as a business owner, um, you know, and then we go into our feminine energy when we're going into our mum mode. Now for you and for me, that's a door that's just behind me. I go from sitting here having this conversation and operating really quickly and having all these emails to get back to and planning and booking and, you know, editing and um, content planning and all these things with all these hats under this boss mode hat. And then I open that door to a screaming baby and I go straight into nurture mum feminine mode. So I would love to know how do you go finding the balance between the two.
1: Okay. So oh, I love this question so much because I am so passionate about it. And I guess the quickest answer to this is that I'm never both. I never try and be both and I have said this to you before that either I'm work Rebecca or I'm mum Rebecca. I never mix the two. Because once you start mixing the two first of all, your work, your quality of work will never be as good once you get interrupted by babies and toddlers wanting your attention. Mm -hmm. So your work will never be your best. Um, And also the other way around, you're not going to be sharp as the best mother once you are distracted trying to get work done and you get frustrated with your babies because you're trying to get work done, but then you can't get any work done because, you know, it's a, it's a bad, yeah, yeah it's a bad combination. Yeah. So, um, and when I first fell pregnant um, with Carter, my firstborn, um, people asked me, so what, what are you going to do with the business? And I had never thought of, you know, just the thought of having to choose. Mm-hmm. Why should yeah. I have to choose between being a mother and, you know, being a business owner? Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to do both. And people kind of just Looked at me like, "Are you sure you're going to do both?" And at that moment, I realised what I had to do. So I'm I'm always going to be a mum first, like that's always first.
0: I think that's for most mums. We're always that natural instinct is to be mum first. Yeah,
1: of course. Um, and then really, what I did, so I sat down and I mapped out my my dream lifestyle. Like this is how I want to live, this is how I want to feel, what's important to me, like what are some like non-negotiables that I need and want in my life. Once I had a clear plan of that, I then mapped my business around that. Mm. So how can I fit in my business? So I built my dream lifestyle and I literally built my business around that. Mm. So for instance, I never crossed the two. So when I'm work, Rebecca – which is my Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. On Tuesday and Thursday when my babies are at home, I am Mum Rebecca and I don't mix the two, which allows me to be fully present in every single thing that I do. Which and with that comes like when I sit down to work, because I have stepped away from thinking I need to work around the clock. Like I don't need to do the nine to five and you know work all year round. You know, I have created this business for myself that allows me to work three days a week so I can be a mom too and be a business owner too Mm -hmm. but what I need is a super clear plan so the three days when I do sit down I never sit down once in front of my computer not knowing what I need to get done for that day so really working with intention so having that super clear plan just so I don't sit down and go, hmm, what should I do today? Mm. So I know every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, when I sit down to work, boom, I know exactly what I need to do. Mm. Um, I get it done and then I set really clear boundaries. So my boundaries are, for instance, like once I finished my, all of the things on my to-do list, I close my laptop and I'm done for the day. Because when you have your own business, you you can potentially work around the clock, Mm. right? There is endless of things that you can do. But You know, you don't want to go down the path of getting burnt out and all those kind of things. So so basically, I set my to-do list for the day, I show up with intention, I get it done, and then I switch off. And that really allows me to um, be really productive when I work, but then also having those really clear uh, boundaries as well.
0: I think that's so amazing. It's like just for somebody that's feeling really overwhelmed or anxious about their workload. And even if you're not a business owner and you're working for somebody else, you know, whatever it is that you're doing for your work, Mm -hmm. it's an amazing thing to implement into your day-to-day to to just have your list, close it down. We do have the opportunity to shut down, you know, making that intention every single day to turn off our work mode and be present with our lives because, you know, we don't want to work Sorry, what, what's the term? Work to live, live to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like we, we want to live our life and yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to miss it if we're yeah. just
1: worried about our work, you know. And even um, especially with, um, you know, we, we all live busy lives these days and I don't like the word busy, but, um, you know, even blocking out time for ourselves and that's something that, you know, I say to my girls as well that, you know, when are you going to schedule us uh, some time for you? Mm. like when like when is that in your calendar and they go I haven't actually done that before like one of my clients recently she has literally because she's feeling quite overwhelmed at the moment and she has mapped out like every aspect of her life Mm. has got a place and time and she was like it was a game changer for her because now she knows exactly when she's what and when she's doing what
0: Yeah, I totally resonate with that. This morning, a set example of that this morning is um, I had some meetings in at our offices for our other couple of businesses, and I was supposed to go into town to sort all that out. That ended up being cancelled last minute. And I was like, it's I didn't go to the gym early this morning because I am feeling a little bit um, like I'm getting a cold and I'm trying to protect that energy of getting up at 4am and being freezing at the gym. And you know, I don't want to get sick. I don't have time to get sick. So I'm protecting that. But I also knew that I I then would miss out on my exercise for the day, my movement, which is something that I need to function, you know, the best ability that I possibly can. And I had a window, an hour where I could go to the gym and I was like, okay, you know what? this is my, this is my space. The, the universe works in magical ways. I truly believe. And this meeting has been canceled. This now gives me the window to go and exercise and move my body and feel really good for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I took it, you know, and I think I could have filled that hour with work. I could have filled that hour with prepping for the multiple interviews I've got coming up, but I would use that hour for me. And yeah, sometimes in in the mum mode, in the work mode, we forget through all of this, our, our relationships, our children, um, you know, we forget about us and mm. there's n- we should not be apologising for self-care and taking the opportunity when, when it's given to us to, yeah, go and look after ourselves or do something productive for ourselves, not anybody else.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. I love that so much. And sometimes it's about doing less, not adding more things in, like just taking things out and doing less because I feel like once we get in a state of like, overwhelm and stress and wanting to fit in so many things into our busy schedules um we're never going to find and I'm really big on this um I have found this calm within myself that don't know where it's come from but you think with you know running a business three little babies like um a fairly busy life that I would be feeling quite stressed and overwhelmed but it's almost like the busier I am the calmer I feel because I've done the work on the inside and sometimes it's about to like stop and do less and once you can be truly present at each aspect of your life Mm. like that will then like once you're trying to be at a different place in your head I actually recall this when you were um, breastfeeding little Lola a while back (laughs) Yes, And you sent me a photo and you're like, fuck, I'm stuck here. And <laughs> I really need to edit all of these episodes. And you had so many things on your to-do list. Mm-hmm. And all I said to you back, you are exactly where you need to be right now. Mm. And you went, oh, shit, true. That can wait. Mm, yeah. Because we are so living in the future and we are thinking about what to do next that we can actually truly never appreciate the moment we are in right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and that's why like, you know, something that, that really works for me um, is using like daily affirmations um, and something that has continued to, rem- like it reminds me on a daily basis to find my calm. So mm-hmm. I have four daily affirmations that I say to myself, multiple times throughout the day mm-hmm. you know I have them in front of me right now I've got them saved as a screensaver on my phone I've got them next to my coffee machine and they really kind of allows me to um or it reminds me certain affirmations got you know certain meanings I guess but one in particular just reminds me that I am exactly where I need to be mm-hmm. And I just need to be fully present doing. So like me being here right now, my mind is nowhere else than being here right now. Mm, mm. And once you can truly like find that, I can promise you, you'll, you'll, you'll find a sense of calm that I just cannot explain.
0: It's a powerful tool. I, for the month of June, my goal is, and I've actually taken this on board because of like you, and I know that this is something that you do is, um, using three affirmations. And one of them is I'm taking back my power because there have been so many different areas of my life over the last couple of years, both personally, professionally, I've felt powerless and out of control. And I really don't want to feel that anymore. And I know that, and I've been doing this for a couple of days now, since I think maybe last Friday, um, And whenever, you know, my mind goes elsewhere or I'm doing one thing and I'm thinking about something else or I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed, which comes up a lot for me because, you know, Mm. I've got four kids some of the time and two the other some of the time and balancing businesses and things like that. So that anxiety does flare up a little bit in the heart racing or, you know, the worrying. Mm. And I've just literally put my hand on my heart, taken a deep breath and just said to myself, I am taking back my power. And it Mm. literally works. Like my days have been so calming since I've started injecting this to my day-to-day yeah so I love yeah a hundred percent anyone listening that isn't doing this pick three affirmations that resonate with you that will help you just realign when you need them and put them on your phone put them on a post-it note literally write them down next to your toothbrush write them on your mirror whatever you need to do because I mm. yeah like Rebecca just said I promise you it is freaking life-changing
1: yeah and like you said, control the things you can control, right? Yeah, absolutely. And let, and let go of the things you can't. And, you know, if, if I can also share this um, one affirmation that I love as well is that, you know, never underestimate, you know, the quality of our thoughts, right? So one affirmation that's important to me is tomorrow I will be where my thoughts go today. and and I and I And I start every morning and I say that to myself, so regardless if... I've been up seven times with the kids or, you know, whatever is going on in my life and it's so easy to fall into a negative mindset. But I start my day and I repeat that message to myself throughout my days that tomorrow I will be where my thoughts go today because we cannot underestimate the quality of our thoughts.
0: No, we definitely can't. That's that's incredible and that, you know, then falls into, I suppose, manifestation and the law of attraction and all of these new, new you know, thought. Led things that I'm learning at the moment, and it's incredible. These, sorry, these are incredible tools that we can use, and that I feel like it, just, it needs to be in schools for God's sakes. Like this stuff, hundred powerful. Yeah. Why aren't we teaching our children this stuff so that they can use it for their whole lives? Like, mm. it's been life changing for me to simply using affirmations. It's been life changing for me to be journaling. It's been life changing me for meditation. And mm. this, this, I'm almost thirty years old, and I didn't have any of this. Yeah. And years ago. So yeah. I think the more obviously that we can keep sharing these, these practices and rituals, the better your mission is to help women create abundance beyond their wildest dreams. Can you tell me how you have created abundance for you and your family?
1: Yeah, I think something that I've, um, you know, worked on, a lot is that you know really setting those boundaries Mm. so I can be fully present I feel like and that is first of all you know my greatest gift to to my children that you know they have a mother who is fully present when I'm there with them I'm not trying to be both and it allows me to perform better you know Mm -hmm. uh, in my business it it allows me to um, be a better wife and be a better friend and um, I feel like that's a real gift once that is abundance mm. for me mm. um, being able to having those, you know, clear boundaries. And um, yeah, I guess it's like stepping away from feeling that because I have my own business, I need to work around the clock and I need to, you know, it's all about the hustle and hard work and all like, for me, it's not about that. It's about like doing less, but with intention mm. and, allow myself to be fully present with my family. And, and I like, I'm, I'm still learning, but um, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm slowly mastering it. And like, it's been a huge gift that I've given to myself and to my family.
0: On that, can you share some tips on your daily routine? I suppose that, you know, some rituals or practices other than the, the affirmations that we touched on earlier that have allowed you to really harness your power and live more intentionally? What, what can women do? What would you encourage them to do?
1: Um, well, first of all, 100% the affirmations. So like don't underestimate the 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 power of using affirmations and, and, and sometimes it can just be, um, you know, in different aspects of your life, if this comes to family or business or like whatever you want to do, but I feel like really setting your intentions uh, for the day is, is crucial. Um, uh, the second thing that I love to do as well is that, um, you know, when I can, I sneak out of bed before the kids and I make myself a morning coffee and i just have, you know, 20 minutes to myself, even if that's a five o'clock in the morning or 5:30 And I know it's early and especially when you're waking up at night, um, but it is to really allows me to just have a little bit of time for me to set my intentions for the day. And, you know, before you get into my mode or work mode mm-hmm. or whatever it is, just that, moment of quiet for you Mm. um which has been really good for me um another thing that I love for me as well is daily learning something that I'm hugely passionate about so if that is listening to a podcast or um you know reading an article about something or so I incorporate about 20 to 30 minutes of daily learning into my schedule Um, and I can sometimes do that like I listen to podcasts when I have a shower for instance Mm -hmm. on different topics and it can be business topics or it can be about mindset it can be about health or it's your podcast or um, but daily learning is something that's um, really beneficial for me
0: um, I like that you touched on there getting up before the children you know it could be five o'clock could be five thirty, whatever the time you try and do that as often as you possibly can I had a woman message me on Instagram last week who when I had posted or shared that I was getting up before 4 4 15 to go and train for my five o'clock class and she was like oh my god I could never do that my because ch- my children wake up at six o'clock so I'm walking back in the door as they're waking up and that really works for me and my family and she was like oh my kids wake up at five on the dot there is no way I could do that and I sort of said to her look, I'm not saying that you, you know, you, you're doing anything wrong, but would you consider just starting the habit? Just do it for a couple of weeks for me and see how you go. Get up at 20 past four. I know it's early, but you're already tired. You're already telling me that you're too exhausted by, you know, midday when the kids go down for a nap to to exercise and move your body. And that's too hard. Well, Why don't you just get up 30, 40 minutes earlier? You don't even have to do more than seven minutes of exercise. You can literally do a two-minute workout. I did two minutes of snatches today at the gym and that was the conditioning piece and I was shattered. Like it doesn't take much to get your blood flowing, to release endorphins, to get the benefits of doing something that you love and doing something for yourself. Mm. And I just, yeah, I think that if we can start to put those practices like self-care, first prioritize them schedule them into our day if we need to get yes. up before the sun if we need to get up before the kids whatever time that is do what works for you because like that wouldn't work for me 5 30 would be too late for me but that's what works for you and and your household and we need to really also reflect on what's going to work for us because I see so many so often sorry online especially in the social media space everyone's comparing to everyone else's life and I'm actually getting messages from women comparing their life to mine and why they can't do what I'm doing and I'm like but I can't do what you can do. Like I don't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. time that you have. So we need to stop the comparison game as well and just yeah, do what's best for us and our family.
1: Yeah, yeah find yeah. what
0: works. You know, yeah. and do that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Mm. Yeah, just just do more of you. Just do more what feels good for you. Like I don't know if if that means lower your expectations and if that like like we, I I don't know. I could I could keep talking about this forever, but we just got one shot at this life, right? Mm. and I know like maybe this is like a little bit deep but I get quite passionate about this and like do we really want to spend this life like comparing ourselves not pursuing what we want to do like being okay with average being okay with like feeling that you live a life just holding back doing something that you want to do or you know not being the happiest or healthiest like version of yourself like Mm. why 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 should we be like
0: Why should we? Yeah. When do we start living for other people? You know, why should we be conditioned by, you know, old teachings that we have to wear a veil at our wedding because our mother-in-law told us to or, you know, choose the job because our dad wants us to be a doctor or, you know, why are we living for other people? Mm. The more we can harness the power of living abundantly and living with intention, the better our lives will be. Mic drop. (laughs) All right. I've got one last question for you because I feel like people listening are listening because they probably have a business idea. They follow you on Instagram. They want to know more about you. They may not be your client yet. And I'm sure that they will be after this episode, but other than joining your programs, what are some really fast and effective tips that you'd encourage people in with, you know, in a concept phase of their business to start now, what can they do right now?
1: Okay, so first of all, they need to step away from thinking that they need to do it full time and like working around the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, making small progress is better than making no progress at all. Yeah. So, And I know that they, you know, can be really overwhelming when you first start or when you have a business idea. So like going from business idea to actually having a business is a huge gap. Yeah. Um, and once you start to think about all of the things that you need to do, just write them all down. In no particular order, just write them all down. And then you can start to um, put them into different categories. So when it comes to like if you have a product-based business, you know, building of the product or, you know, getting all the the resources for the product. And then you can go down the path of, um, you know, all the, you know, admin and back end and the marketing and the sales. So every kind of like category that you can think of. Don't worry about if you've forgotten a few, but start somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So make a list out of everything that you come up with and making small progress is better than no progress. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Even if you have a, you know, competitor or, you know, if someone is doing what you want to do, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Mm. How did you mm-hmm. like what equipment do you use for your podcast Chris mm-hmm. Like that's not going to make your podcast worse by telling someone
0: Absolutely not and like I am an open book with anything I've get I've actually received probably about 10 to 11 different messages from yeah. different women starting podcasts and things and I'm an open book ask me anything like I don't yeah. feel like this is my you know my life's work and it's secret to know that I use the Rodecaster Pro like I also <laughs> I went to Muso's corner. Like I yeah. didn't come up yeah, with yeah, the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah no, yeah. exactly right. So that's what I mean. So like, don't be afraid to ask for help. And people want to um, support you. Yeah, definitely. And the worst thing is going to happen if you reach out and ask for help is that someone says no, and then you go, okay, no problem. I'll go to the next person. Mm-hmm. So making progress, small progress is better than no progress. Um, making the list. Doesn't matter if you've forgotten a few things, just make that freaking list and start to tick off one thing at
0: the time. Love it. That's awesome. That would be so, so helpful for so many people in that concept phase, for sure. Yeah, And if you want to do it, so like the last thing I want to say,
1: if you're sitting in the stage of, should I pursue this business or not? What I can, and you are scared of failing. The one thing I want to say to you is that, if you don't try, you will 100% fail. And you don't want to sit back in 10 years' time and say, I wish I did that. I wonder what would have happened. Because if you don't try, if you don't give it a crack, you will 100% fail. And the worst thing that can happen, that you will go back to being where you are right now. And because you are listening to this podcast, I'm sure that you are okay. Mm. So you will benefit so much more by pursuing what it is that you want to do because first of all, you'll go through a huge stage of um, learning. You'll, you'll learn so much what, what it actually takes to have a business and then you'll figure out maybe this is for me, maybe not. But unless you try and unless you do, you will never know.
0: 100%. 100%. That's powerful. I've said that <laughs> in this conversation. Powerful <laughs> is my new word, obviously. Um, but, yeah, it is powerful. It's, fuck, it's big big thoughts and I love it. And it's living intentionally. It's living with, with a vision and a plan and setting goals and making your dreams come alive. Everything that you've said in this conversation has been amazing. As always, I knew it would be. That's why I got you back here. Thank (laughs) you so, so much for your time today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Love you lots.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.